Welcome to the Gifts Compass podcast. My name is Nicholas Toko and I'm an organizational effectiveness consultant and currently training as a Jungian analyst in Zurich, Switzerland. I'm from London in the UK and my family origins are from Uganda in East Africa. My name is James Johnston. I'm the author of the book, Jung's Indispensable Compass and the lead architect for the Gifts Compass Inventory. I live in the United States, currently in Northwest Ohio. My name is Annelise Lannesais. I am a self-awareness and mental fitness coach, and I work with individuals wanting to add more meaning and enjoyment to their life. I am from Estonia and currently living in Geneva, Switzerland. This podcast is about the Gifts Compass Inventory, or GCI. The GCI offers a fresh approach to Swiss psychologist Carl Jung's original eight psychological types. The well-validated and broadly acclaimed Gifts Compass Inventory focuses on the personal growth and development of unique individuals. We are so excited to share our understanding of type with you. We're passionate about type and our aim is to help you understand type, how to use type to better understand yourself, to have better relationships at home, in a social setting or in the workplace. This podcast, along with the next three, will consider Jung's four functions and their attributes when either introverted or extroverted. When the four functions are modified by either introversion or extroversion, they form the eight types. As you will hear, each of the four functions is dramatically transformed when either introverted or extroverted. In some cases, the introverted function bears very little resemblance to the extroverted function, even though it is the same base function. And again, when it's split introverted to extroverted, it changes the nature of feeling dramatically. So that extroverted feeling and introverted feeling become quite distant in terms of their characteristics, almost opposite one another in many ways. You know, extroverted feeling is the event organizer, it's the host, it's the one who enjoys creating harmony in groups. Introverted feeling or idealistic feeling will tend to go off alone or in a small group, you know, with a couple of people, delve deeply into deep values and might even consider that extroverted feeling, that social feeling to be a little bit excessive, you know. You, you can kind of see the difference at a party, that yeah. the social feeling people will love to circulate and mingle and mm-hmm. get acquainted with everyone there. And the idealistic feeling folks who are more, at least people who are more oriented to introverted feeling, well, they'll often find one another and you'll find them in a deep conversation somewhere that goes on for 30 or 45 minutes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's a very good description of uh, introverted, someone with a preference for introverted feeling. As someone, I definitely prefer extroverted feeling. I go to a party, I want to get to know everyone there. That's just like the hallmark of the best party ever, is if I can speak to every single person in that room. And just find out a little bit about them. But I don't necessarily want to know anything of depth <laughs> at that point. But it's a very good description of extroverted feeling. He wants to engage everything and to connect and then move on to the next person where introverted feeling you're right will tend to just seek someone out in the run they'll connect and then they'll that's it to each other online they might even exchange phone numbers 
the extroverted people type won't necessarily exchange phone numbers because that's just a successful event. Uh, uh, lots of people, uh, and the phone number is like a bonus for that description. Extroverted what I found very interesting about Jungian idea of feeling is this idea of value. I never, yeah, I never considered it in that way. Mm-hmm. I always thought about it as an emotion or something, but yeah, value came as a yeah. I was quite surprised that it's a rational function. That it's putting value to relatedness to people or to mm-hmm. one's own ethics. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Deep values, deep ideals. Yeah, and he makes it clear, when he says feeling, he's not talking about emotion, which is what it's normally associated with commonly. But uh, no, when he's talking about feeling, it's it's definitely a rational approach to assessing life. So if you've got extroverted feeling, if you're a social feeling, if you're oriented to social feeling, you're forever assessing other people's values, empathizing with other people's values, understanding the cultural norms. People who have this social feeling or extroverted feeling they can be some of the great sustainers of organizations they will support the harmony in the organization they'll support the culture of the organization norms of the organization and so they create a certain cohesiveness that might not otherwise exist the constructive thinking people might organize the standards and the rules and the extroverted feeling the social feeling people will you know, they'll see to the harmony and to the culture of the organization. Yeah, I can absolutely see that. Then I experienced that in my day-to-day life with my husband, the extroverted feeling and me in the introverted feeling portion, which is the party of the time, a small party. But I, I do see that also... In my experience and or impression of extroverted feeling is that they actually find out quite a lot in that short conversation about each person mm. and does exchange phone numbers and then Robert and he finds this ability to then afterwards follow up and chat with them <laughs> and etc. And remember, they do find out quite a bit, which is I find that introverted feeling. It's more like, you know, it's really about like deep listening and connecting to the person in some kind of an other level that you don't even actually find out what are they doing for work, no practical information maybe at all. And you just talk about like, you know, some deeper thoughts or actually maybe connect through some common values. But I guess the connection comes strongly through those values sounds like a really good way of describing it this introverted feeling for me has been more prominent in my life in in later life it's more discerning for me as you said and i think it's i've got a value system that i can't really describe to many people but it can sometimes limit some of my extroversion if that makes sense mm-hmm. it kind of makes it a bit more discerning because with extroverted feeling i can talk to anyone i've mm-hmm. traveled around the world i can Within a number of weeks, being in a new country, I can you know, find myself integrated quite easily with people. But then, as I've grown older, introverted feeling has been a little bit more judgmental. Well, I won't say judgmental, discerning about you know the type of communities of people I want to spend time with. If that makes sense. And so that they would connect on the values. Yeah. Yeah, I think it can be the sort of the moral rudder to 
personship of life. Yeah. With, with if introverted feeling is strong in an individual, they really have to do something in life that's consistent with their deep values. They have to do something that they feel is meaningful. And usually it's meaningful for others. It's usually meaningful for people. I mean, we see a lot of this idealistic feeling or introverted feeling among therapists and the Jungian analysts. You know, a deep sense of commitment to the value of others and a willingness to sit, you know, for an hour intently focused on what's going on in that individual's life in a very deep way. And I think it takes that kind of deep orientation to feeling to be able to do that hour after hour. I think social feeling might get quite, you know, uncomfortable in that kind of setting. I think social feeling needs to be more active out to be about, you know, oriented to being with several people or many people or, you know, introverted feeling seems quite intent to, you know, to sort of sit quietly and attend intensively to one individual. It's a good introverted feeling has been the source of, you know, tremendous ideals and values in in civilization and in societies. A lot of times writers carry introverted feeling in a significant way. Poets frequently introverted feeling. So there's a deep sense of, you know, what's important in life through introverted feeling. Yeah. And to the degree that they can bring that into the world, they're, you know, they're really enhancing life for themselves and for others. In a way, it's a deep connection to the soul, I think, introverted feeling. Do you think that describes them when they're very intensely loyal to their own ideals? Tremendously loyal to their own ideals. Yeah. If you cross them, if you, you know, if you obstruct in any way those values, or you go against it in any way, they can be cold as ice. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm laughing because I know that as I've allowed introverted feeling into my life, it does feel quite ruthless as a function. It's an unshakable conviction. And if someone crosses that value system, yeah. then I find it very difficult to adjust. That's right. Yeah. And they can, but they can be, you know, on the other side, tremendously loyal. If they find someone or a cause that's consistent with their value system, yeah. tremendously loyal and committed to that individual mm -hmm. or that, to that group. And they don't like to be on center stage typically it's in the lead. Usually they'll be off in the wings supporting someone who enjoys being on stage. So they make great political supporters if they find a candidate who's advocating, you know, a position that's consistent with their values. They can be tremendously loyal, tremendously committed, and staunch supporters of that individual or that organization. Coming back to a little bit to that party scene again, because I was thinking that extroverted feeling they can be so much fun and actually make that person who you meet feel really like actually seen and heard at that moment and that sort of creates that wow i this is such a nice person to be with and i feel that perhaps the introverted feeling might actually give the opposite oh what a cold person <laughs> but on the other hand because that introverted feeling might be so quiet, but really like just observing and actually maybe not making that person like feel so welcome with words and everything, 
but going maybe even in that thought so deeply into that person's life, looking yeah. at it as a whole, <laughs> and or yeah, and then searching or seeing whatever that person then is, you know, values. Yeah. But uh, I always look, you know, whenever I see anybody, you know, I've always been thinking like, oh, where is there is something good in them. <laughs> I don't, you know, maybe it's seen immediately, <laughs> maybe it's hidden, but it's like, oh, what is there? there Extroverts feeling will just look for harmony. And if you're, again, the scenario of the party, if someone isn't, isn't really responding to me in some sort of way, I'll say to myself, well, I wonder, you know, I'll try to figure out, well, what's wrong? Are you okay? Or you're really mm-hmm. trying to figure out what, is there something wrong or but you'll very quickly move on to someone else because you say, okay, maybe, you know, it's not going to happen here. I'll go and talk to someone else. But yeah, extra, I don't have extra feeling as a, as my preferred function, but I know people who do, they mm. really make you feel seen and appreciated and they'll just pick up something about you that will just resonate with you and you'll respond yeah. like, yeah. You know? Yes. So they have a great knack at, at really almost picking up on someone's energy. Yeah. Way, mirroring it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then they can go to someone else who's perhaps in a very low mood and they'll really empathize with that person. Absolutely. And you'll see them switch. <laughs> You're like, oh, they're really, you know, they're really happy with me. Now they're crying with someone else. Yeah. And the person who perhaps is crying, you'll be quite shocked to see them switch and mm-hmm. with someone else. You don't have extra feeling in the means. Quite an interesting thing, interesting function to to experience in its convenient like ability to empathize. Not only that it's empathize, but really yeah. get the mood of the person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're actually in a way they're almost, you know, I know people have extra feeling as possibly the only function they use. One of the, the mm-hmm. cons of it is that they ignore themselves, their own that's, health and well-being. That's the risk, isn't it? Yeah. They often find themselves as doormats. People will literally just step on those particularly in the workplace i've seen people here who get treated appallingly but they're so busy trying to um, harmonize the relationship that we're getting that the person actually is being completely inappropriate yeah so they have a hard time saying no they want to they're so interested in the other and that's i think that speaks to the importance of developing all eight of these gifts that none of us are isolated with just one or two that we have access to all eight so somebody who needs to say no probably needs to develop their constructive thinking, you know, which can be more black and white. I will do this and no, I won't do that. Mm-hmm. In addition to being one who is looking to create harmony and empathize with others, yes. we can do both. We have both available to us. Mm-hmm. Or oh, introverted feeling, you say, no, this doesn't meet my value. That's another yeah. way of saying no. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, that, maybe that's I was thinking the introverted feeling maybe also would agree many times to do things until it clashes the values. But then if it clashes the values, has really no problem saying no at all. Yes, correct. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Has that been true for you? Well, I think you, you bring introverted well, feeling to the world quite a bit. I definitely think that, but I think that, I mean, I think introverted or the extroverted thinker can say yes 
and no, can say no so many times. For me, it's more, you know, okay, we can see this from so many different angles. Let's, you know, until it crosses the line, then I can say no, of course. But, uh, you know, I'm quite patient and trying to understand the person where they're coming from and whether they're, you know, I hang around for a long time. I don't say no very quickly. Unless it is immediately, then I know that. Yeah, is introverted feeling your lead function. Mm-hmm. So, so, so for me, it feels like I don't even have it, maybe because it's undeveloped or it's not as developed as yours, because it's not a great function. You feel you can be patient with people's, let's say, behaviors or mm-hmm. values, but there is a point where you draw the line at some point. Whereas well, for me, I feel like I, think it is- I just. I draw the, where I draw the line is sooner, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I think it is also about certain things that may be related to behavior. And of course, I don't let certain boundaries or certain things cross the boundaries. But then there is another area is like, what are we doing? Like, let's say we, we you know, work on a project. You know, if I feel that this is not ethical project in my terms. I did not, you know, I start to draw a line. Okay, yeah. this is, we're not going forward with that or we change it. So, you know, but so I think it depends what those ideals are. And another thing that I feel is that introverted feeling, they want to do good for the people, but not necessarily constantly work with people. Like one on one, yes. But you know, not this uh, talking to somebody, <laughs> more like constantly listening. <laughs> That's the extroverted feeling, right? Yeah, extroverted feeling. They would be talking all the time. Yeah. Versus, I think, introverted feeling would be more fine. You know, you can do the listening and the one-on-one work, maybe. And But I think because of those ideal, idealistic values and wanting to do good, you totally, exactly like you said, work in the background. To make that good happen, but you don't want to necessarily go out the door and start explaining, oh, I'm doing this and that. It's a quiet feeling version mm-hmm. versus the yeah. extrovert is more like. Yeah, the extrovert would be, yeah, would be out there talking for sure. Yeah, enjoying full expression. And introverted tends to be quiet. It's the, the introverted feeling is the type that of which Jung said, still water runs deep. But very quiet in the service, but wow, you know, the depth and the value of that depth is extraordinary and powerful. Yeah. But quiet, yeah, and prefers not to be out center stage, having a lot of conversations. The feeling will always make you feel at home and very welcoming. Yeah. Each of these gifts is, is, each one is so special. And add such value yeah. in its own right. Yeah. Sometimes people have both of these together in a significant way, introverted feeling and extroverted feeling. And what I've noticed is that when the idealistic feeling and social feeling come together, these are people who are extraordinarily interested in relationships. They can go to a party, they can do the extroverted feeling thing, they can sort of work the room, but they you can also find them in deep you know, intent conversations with certain individuals. So they have the capacity to go both ways. 
And I think in that sense, they make great leaders because they're grounded in their ideals. And so they can offer that sort of guidance and leadership and create harmony in the culture of the organization.